I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. Today is going to be our special start of the season Halloween ghost story special. I'm excited about that. I am too, man. Well, I mean, I've lived it, right? I know all the stories, but they yeah. still scare me to this very day. Um, yeah, I mean, I think as I've gotten older, I enjoy telling the stories more. Yeah. Before, I was really reserved. But now I've gotten to... Before, I, I cared too much if people believed it or not Yeah. before. And yeah. now I'm like, I don't care because I know I experienced it. Well, yeah. And that's why you and I were speaking right now. Um, I definitely i am going to try real hard to get my wife here next week because she is very... Um, doesn't believe it. Yeah. She, she's told me to my face, plant me at any haunted house, quote unquote, real haunted house, yeah. and leave me there for the night. She's like, it won't scare me. She wholeheartedly believes ghosts are fake. Yeah. It's all in your mind. So. And, you know, I think even as a kid, as a kid, I, I didn't believe in ghosts. Yeah. And then uh, when shit hit the fan, <laughs> when things started yeah. to happen, which I'm actually going to talk about today. Yes. Yes. Let, well, let, let's. let's uh... but, um, but, yeah, when things start to really happen and it's like. There's just all of a sudden becomes a, a point of no denying. Yeah. Like we will be watching paranormal shows or, you know, stuff like that. I love that kind of stuff. And she's kind of just doing work or whatever, watching it with me. And she'll be like, that is impossible. How stupid. And I'm yeah. like, what? I'm scared right now. Well, you know, the funny thing about that, though, is that I know she's a science person. Very. very. And that's what makes it very interesting is that science is always trying to disprove paranormal. But there's a lot of science that proves paranormal. Wait, I want you guys to argue about this. <laughs> Save that for next week. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's really, it's a dilemma to be in the middle there. Yeah. and But yeah. it's understandable. It's understandable. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll ease into it. I, I'm a firm believer that, and, and we can talk more next week, but I'm a firm believer that 90% of paranormal events, mm -hmm. air quotes, um, are fake. Yeah, and that's the problem is that there's so many fake um, yeah. ones out there that it's really it kind of muddles the true stories. <clears throat> yeah, you watch TV and you watch all these shows and you want to believe because it's fun, it's entertaining, it's spooky. But 
you know, part of me is like, how do I know Joe's not in the background right. throwing shit? Exactly. You know what I mean? Flashing the light real quick. It's like uh, Ghost Adventures, for example. Yeah. I-, I love that show for the entertainment value. Yeah. But it's like I tell my wife when we're watching it, I'm like, these guys have been doing this for how many years? And they still get scared like little girls every <laughs> single time. Like, come on now. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> you got to get used to it at some point. Yeah. Um. So, anyhow... Yeah. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. I've been, um, dude, I've been working a lot. Yeah. Tired. You've been really trucking on the guitars. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. A lot of headway on that. Big time. <clears throat> we just sent one out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's getting there. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited, though. I know, I know the goal is for us to try to do this once a week, but I mean... Yeah. It happens. Yeah. And that's okay. Because yeah. we're not a... How can I say it? We're not a... Uh, Joe Rogan, where we're getting paid a hundred million dollars uh, uh, to but do that's this. That's the goal, and that's where <laughs> that's where everyone else comes in. Well, the beauty of it is that you know our idea was really let's just record our conversations, and if people like it, great. If not, oh well. And uh, but it's actually we're we're getting up there in listeners, and uh, I'm I'm actually really surprised to see that people are actually taking the time to listen to us talk, and it amazes me because I'm just like wow. Like, like it's fun for me, but yeah. knowing that other people are listening, um, I don't know. It's kind of cool. Yeah, because you're you're in depth in it, right? I don't have, I don't even know you post these things half the time. Right, right. You tell me, we'll do this, we'll do that. We record some of these in a lump sum, and <clears throat> so I don't know any of that background. And when you tell me that, I'm like, what? I didn't yeah. even know. One, I didn't even know you posted that. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> Two. That's crazy. Well, the interesting thing is, though, and I think I told you this, is that we have listeners in Germany, and how it got to them is beyond me. Well, we're using Anchor, right? That's yeah. Like... Yeah, but still, like, how did somebody in Germany stumble upon us? Uh, where else? There's a couple of countries, actually. But um, I think it was, like, 20% of our listens are from Germany. What? Yeah. It's Maybe. Weird. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. So, no. so I don't know. That's good. I mean, thank you for everybody. Again, this is news to me, but thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a, I like it. You know, I think we're having fun. I think we're doing our thing. And hopefully people are appreciating that this is truly us, unapologetically us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. One of the things I like about it and, and you know, like it, going back to talking about, you know, how my mom passed a few, about, well, it's been over a month now. When I, whenever I do this, I always, now I think to myself, like, so for example, like sometimes if I want to hear my mom, I'll listen to old voice messages yeah. and that's all I have. Yeah. Um, but I think about like for my own kids or like even my wife, unless she's the one that kills me, like, yeah. or people that we love. And I'm going to help her. Like <laughs> <laughs> one day we won't be here, but these will remain. And for, you know, my daughter decides like, oh, I want to hear dad talk like like it's pretty cool knowing that that's this is going to be left behind for that you know it's weird you saying that just brought something up to me the day and age that we came from was family home videos Mm -hmm. that's gone yeah it just dawned on me right now yeah like if i want to see my dad i gotta go back to some video from the 90s and get a vcr yeah you know what i mean (laughs) yeah that's crazy well my dad his whole closet 
and half of our basement is filled with VHS tapes. He even has them on beta. Like, I don't know if you remember beta, beta player. Yeah, yeah, he has a working beta player. And um, that's where you get it from. Yeah, it's this chore. But like, it's a chore to even think about going back and watching them. And so I don't because I'm like, really? I got to sit there and press rewind. And But see, for you, half and half, for you, it's a chore. To me, it's like just the nostalgia of having to do that all over again like my wife and i talk about it all the time but one thing that i truly truly miss wholeheartedly is a blockbuster oh. or, a, or a hollywood video video stores in general yeah i we miss so bad there's nothing better than being at work on friday counting the hours down saying man we're gonna get some good food we're gonna go to go get some um rent some movies yeah and go home yeah and i think that's it's like it's like you miss that feeling of walking in and then the looking smell. at the new releases. The smell. Yeah. The and smell like, of VHS and DVD plastic. And, and, and saying like, what two movies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get one new release and one old exactly. movie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because the new releases were always more expensive, yeah. right? And then you run in there and the f- some asshole, there's only four of them. Yeah. And they're all gone. Yeah. And that's that was another shitty part is you had to hey man do you have this movie and mm-hmm. you had to physically call, but see what was cool for me was my cousin towards the end there she worked there, Which so uh, Amanda oh okay she worked there for like years, and so I would call her in advance and hey hold this movie for me yeah and she would and so like that was pretty cool but yeah I mean I even I even think back to uh, when I was even younger. And they had uh, member major players. Yeah. And then there was that little small video game rental place and renting video yeah. games. Yeah. Like, um, it was the only time. I mean, it was actually kind of cool because you didn't have. Now, if you want a game, you got to buy it. Yeah. Like, unless you have like Game Pass or something. Yeah. But really, you got to buy it. Like, you got to pay the full $60, which I do all the time. And then I don't end up playing it. I know. You know, like, I spent all this money but anyways like back in the day you paid the two three dollars and you decided if you liked it or not and i don't know it's just weird. just the pain in the ass was returning them because we'd always fight yeah and then you forget you go do it yeah, no, yeah i don't want to do it and then you forget and then like you yeah. gotta pay the fees yeah and, and it's like oh what's a buck i'll take it tomorrow <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh man those were good times i know it right? makes we me used feel to, real old though we used to love it her and i talk about it all the time yeah we talk yeah. about it all the time that was our favorite thing to do yeah I, and I can see how just that, the fun of going and picking out the movie. And now it's like with Netflix and everything, there's just so many movies. Dude, that's so weird that you mentioned that. The guys and I at work the other day were talking about the exact same thing. Yeah. You open Netflix and you spend 30 minutes yeah. trying to find something. Right. By the time you either do or don't, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm done. I've already yeah. been sitting here 30 minutes. Or you finally start a movie and 10 minutes in, you're like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. I've watched some of the worst movies. Matter of fact, like speaking of horror movies, I, you know, you and I both love horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Malignant. Oh, man. Yeah. It was stupid. It was, but it was like classic. You know what it reminded me of? Do you remember a movie from the 80s called Basket Case? No. This dude, his brother, he was a conjoined twin, mm-hmm. but his brother looked like this clumpy, gelatinous creature. Oh, really? And they decided to uh, separate him. Yeah. But the little the little brother, the little... He stayed. He, no. Or... He kept him in a basket because he, he, was, he was mentally <laughs> ill, right? But it turns out that he... <laughs> 
What? Basket case. I just got. Yeah. <laughs> but he turned out to be mentally ill and evil, oh and he goes God. on like this killing spree. It's stupid, but that sounds it, so funny. <laughs> You need to That's watch how it. I know I'm getting old. And my lung hurts just. <laughs> you need to watch it. It's it's stupid. I bet you a million dollars, Eric has seen it. Oh my I bet god, you. dude! But he keeps <laughs> he keeps it in the basket because he re- they refuse to not be with each other. So he's like, you can't take care of yourself. Well, I'm gonna I'll take you with me wherever I go. It just to me that sounds more like it would be in line with uh oh what's the Fairly Brothers movie that we like stuck on stuck you. on you. Yeah, you better run. <laughs> Oh my god, that's great! Yeah, <laughs> now but, I want to watch it. But just... it, anyway, that malignant movie—it reminded me of that. Yeah. Oh god, that was terrible. And halfway in, I told my wife, "I was like, turn it off," and she goes, "I'm invested. I need to know." And right. I'm like, ugh. Right. You know, my daughter's a big time. Well, no, I wouldn't want to say. I wouldn't say big time, but she's like me, right? We're easily entertained, and even if it's a cheesy horror movie, I still find the good in it. Yeah. My wife straight up would be like, this sucks, I don't even want to watch it. But yeah. for whatever reason, that one at the end, she was like, it was different. So really? She didn't say it was bad or good, but she was like, it was different. <laughs> I hated it. I felt like I wasted two hours of my life. Dude, her and I, years ago, we started the journey, but we never finished. Our goal was to start at letter A and watch every horror movie oh, ever man. made. We didn't get too far. Yeah, especially now. Well, this was... Oh, yeah. Well, now, but now it's even impossible. Ago. There's just too many movies out yeah. there. And don't get me wrong, like, I've always... Well, you know me, I love dabbling in film and stuff. I've always wanted to do... And I have a whole screenplay written. I want to do a horror movie. Well, I have it written, but I lost it. So... Is this the one about the guy who goes on like a... Yeah. I was supposed to be in that yeah. guy, right? Yeah, and I lost the fucking thing and like... You know you can cuss, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. Like, it's because I'm so used to YouTube where I'm like, I don't really want to bleep that. But <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're not on YouTube. We're on Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Well, it is YouTube, but it still doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I always catch myself when I'm about to cuss. But um, um, what was I saying? You lost it. Oh, yeah. I wrote this whole screenplay. Yeah. And um, when I tell people the premise of it, which we'll talk about one day. Everybody's like, that sounds great. And I've always wanted to make the movie. Like, that would, it's just slow production. Like, it's yeah. something like really cool. It would probably end up being a <clears throat> cheesy horror flick, you know, but something I want to do. Like, yeah. I, dude, the minute you told me about it, I thought it was a great idea. The minute you asked me to be in it, I thought it was an even better idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I can do some really cool stuff with it. I just got to find it again. But that's kind of my sign. You know, I love signs and. That's my sign that it's not the time because yeah. I feel like it's going to fall on my lap and be like, here it is. And then it's like, okay, now it's time to make We got to go movie. now. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I really put a lot into writing that thing and I still don't have an ending for it, but um, I wrote the bulk of it. Yeah. But anyhow, so. Uh, oh, my God. I don't know if you want to. <clears throat> I, I do. I, I have to. So Paul's a big kombucha drinker. And me being the health person I am, the organic type of stuff never really, uh, oh my God. I just, you know, it's cause I watch, so he's pouring kombucha, obviously. 
Sounds like I'm and today's the first day I'm going to try it. The thing that weirds me out is that gelatinous clump that I see people growing. <laughs> yeah. At, you know, I've seen it on the, YouTube. It's or, called, um, oh, we used to grow it ourselves. Yeah, you had it in your cupboard. About yeah, your... we used to call it our little child. Right off the bat, <laughs> does not smell good. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the thing about kombucha. The the only thing that you got me in is that, that you says it get, that you said it gives you a little buzz. It, 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 <laughs> so, kombucha actually kind of gets me like the way I described it to Adrian is: you've been working all day, hard day at work. You can't wait to get home on a Friday to have that beer and you go to the bar or you have a cookout, whatever, and you get that first beer and you chug it because it's just like, oh, you wanted it so bad. The stress of the day just yeah. goes away. And then two minutes later, that buzz that you have, yeah, like where you instantly like just feel great. That's what kombucha does to me after literally about three or four sips. So this little sip is going to give me that feeling? I don't think so. All right. Well, because uh, be warned, everybody. Here's what I've found from talking to people and reading stuff. Kombucha has less than 1% alcohol in it. So it's, n I mean, you literally, I think there's a, I read where some guy tried to get drunk off of kombucha, drinking gallons and gallons and gallons and just ended up in the hospital. Okay, uh, so, so what does this do for you? So this is a probiotic. Okay. It's an, this is actually like thousands of years old. Uh -huh. uh, it comes from Asia. It really is, I mean, it's their live cultures or whatever yeah. so it's really good for things like gut health it's really good for like blood pressure i mean there's a lot of really good it's 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 just really good and this is a pineapple peach is it so is there sugar in this i don't want to break my fast there's a little bit of sugar yeah um you're looking at each serving <clears throat> so this whole bottle is 60 calories okay so i'll break i'll break it today for you you're the only person that can get me to do weird shit like this <laughs> so yeah so the first time, uh, let me kind of go back to, we we would homebrew our own. We made our own from scratch, and mm -hmm. I would drink it and stuff, and it really didn't give me nothing what happened. I don't know. Maybe we weren't making it right. I don't know. It was good, but one time I was in a meeting. It was during the pandemic, and it was a Zoom meeting, and I went and bought some from Sprouts, and I'm sitting there drinking it in this <laughs> meeting, and I find I'm slurring my speech, I and, bet you're smiling ear to ear yeah, without even knowing it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, like, what the hell? Like, I'm feeling, like, buzzed. Yeah. Like, borderline drunk. Sweet. So the, the meeting ends, and I go downstairs, and I'm telling Daniela, I'm like, I'm drunk. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and so, now, every single time I drink kombucha, I get... Now, it's not, like, as intense, because I expect it, and I know it's coming... But I get that buzz. I get yeah. that buzz. And so from talking to people and from reading up on it, apparently some people are missing a certain gut enzyme. It has mm -hmm. to do with uh, histamine. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get technical. All I know is that for whatever reason, if you are missing that enzyme, um, you end up getting the sensation of being drunk on kombucha. And oh, See? It takes me like 10 beers to even catch a yeah, small buzz. Right. Well, not only that, like last night I drank two beers. And I woke up feeling like I was not hungover, but just like like crap, you know? And and it's because I love the taste of beer. But at the same time, I'm always like, why? Every time I do drink, I'm like, why do I do this? I feel like crap when I should just be drinking my kombucha. But I did also read that too much kombucha can be bad for you. So 
So yeah. one well, bottle will last me a couple of days. Without further ado, let's uh cheers to you. Cheers. This is I don't want to do this. Sip it. It's very acidic. Okay. It's very acidic. So I'm a big um apple cider vinegar fan. Mm-hmm. I've been drinking it every day, two to three times a day. Right. For like six years. Right. It kind of tastes like it. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't drink apple cider vinegar because I love it. Right. I always pinch my nose and I, I try not to taste it. Right. And I taste it. I taste the pineapple. Right. But you're right. It is very and acidic. It's like... I actually love it. So, I actually like... I know it's gross. Just swirl it around a little bit to get the taste. Ew. <laughs> Gargle it. But I'm also... I'm also... I like bitter drinks. I drink black coffee. I drink scotch. Those are like two of my favorite drinks in the world. Like I don't, and so this kind of ties into that. I just that is crazy. Yeah, half and half. My coffee has to be sweet as shit. I want to drink. I feel like it ruins it. I want to drink gallons of Slurpees every day. <laughs> <laughs> the sweeter, the better. Yeah. So I mean, it's not bad. I'm gonna say it's not bad because you got a flavored one. Right now, well, they're all flavored. They're just flavored differently. But like regular old kombucha that you grew in, in yeah, top. you flavor it however you want. Okay, but straight kombucha, if you don't flavor it, is just straight like that, oh, right? Oh yeah, but I, I couldn't imagine anybody doing that. So I'm sure there's crazy hippies out there that do. Yeah, that's true. So one of the main ingredients for kombucha is black tea. Mm. So because that's I what love you do. Tea. Yeah. Okay. So after you grow the little. I, what it's called i know daniela knows um once you grow it you combine it with you got to brew up a whole thing of black tea like tons and tons of black tea Mm -hmm. and then you can put things like ginger um then that's when you start to put in the flavors so pineapple infused lemon also ginger's in here also Mm -hmm. i love ginger i eat ginger whole by itself yeah me too it's so good right so yeah but that's pretty good not gonna lie the first sip i guess because i was just expecting it to be bad yeah that's pretty good so i'll start feeling a little buzzed right now let me let me chug the whole thing and we'll set this bitch on fire (laughs) well you know what's really weird though this is one of the cool things about it is that whether i take three sips or drink a whole bottle the buzz is the same really yeah like it never like it's not the more i drink so literally if i'm like walking around the house and i'm like i want a little buzz i just go take three or four sips and i'm good so that's why a whole bottle can last me all day. Like, I can literally get buzzed all day long. So uh, can you drink this little bottle in one shot and be okay? Oh, yeah. 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 That's what it's meant for, right? Like yeah, yeah. It's a... yeah, absolutely. And I've just gotten so used to... Oh, yeah, I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing that enzyme, then. Oh, man, yeah. I don't great. feel shit. It's I good. Love it, man. Like, I could I see myself drinking it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, there's and there's a lot of flavors, too. Well, see, luckily, anything pineapple, pina colada, coconut type flavor is my favorite. Yeah. So this right off the bat is a winner for me. Yeah. This is actually my favorite. I also like, um, they have tart cherry, Mm. which is actually really good. Really? Yeah. So just a, like a pro tip, (laughs) these things are like four or five dollars a bottle. But if you go to Walmart, you can get a six pack of these for 11 bucks really so like the for the price brand? of yeah for the price of two or three you're getting six. Oh, well, sprouts is 
crazy. Period. Yeah. yeah. Period. Yeah. Every time Dino goes to Sprouts and she tells me what the bill was, I'm like, do you walk? You came in with seven items. What do you mean three hundred dollars? Yeah. Yeah. You know? But um. But no, I love it. And, and like I said, it's like it just brightens up your day and kind of gives you that. Well, for me, it gives me that buzz. So that's. Yeah. But you're not supposed to drink it every day because it could actually be bad for you because of the high acidity of it. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. So it's just like with the apple cider. You have to. For the longest time, I was drinking it straight. Yeah. But then I started adding a little more water, and then I found out it wasn't adding enough water. It can mess up your esophagus, mm-hmm. your teeth. Yeah. You should... I'll see... Well, the Miracle Berry stuff. Did you ever try that? No. No? Mm-mm. You never... Can, we had, like, a couple of Miracle Berry parties. So a lot of people that aren't familiar with this, you can buy it on Amazon. It's called M-Berry. Mm-hmm. It's this stuff... It's a. It actually comes from the cranberry family, and it looks like a sweet tart, and you suck on it, and it changes your taste buds for about an hour or two oh you told me about it yeah yeah so i was never invited to the party but you told me about it <laughs> so one of the things that happens is is if you were to do that before you drink your vinegar your vinegar because we I, i've done that before it makes it sweet it right? tastes like you're drinking the best like sweetest juice you've ever had in your life hmm. but it's gonna last you for about an hour you know you had a whole party to do this yeah well what we did is we would um <laughs> We would buy a bunch of random foods uh-huh. and experiment because it's usually with sour and bitter foods that mm-hmm. it reacts and it makes them taste sweet. So, for example, uh, grapefruit with sour cream, that sounds terrible, right? But when you take that stuff, and it's not a pill. It literally just, you, you suck on it to yeah, get it on your candy. tongue. Yeah. Um, there's restaurants that you're spo- they give that to you before you sit down and eat and they give you all these weird bitter and sour foods and they taste amazing. So, like, for example... You take Guinness beer and you put in, um, what's that really strong uh, ice cream? It's like lemon, what do you call it? I can't remember what you call it. They're like, when we were kids, that was like a thing. Like like the sorbet? Yeah, like but like the ones that you buy in the store that are like super, oh, super yeah. sweet. Yeah. You put that in a Guinness and it tastes like, uh, after you've done that, it tastes like a like a chocolate milkshake. It's really weird. And Guinness is nasty. Oh, to man. be able to make Guinness oh, taste good. I like Guinness. I like all beer except for the old ones that we used to drink. Yeah, I still drink. Thank you. I I don't <laughs> I, I don't do, like corn. Oh I can't God. do any of those. I have to do all those. Dude, my all-time favorite beer, and part of it is because we drank it so much because we were poor, yeah. and you and I would literally split two dollars. So we, had, <laughs> you and I had to drink the same thing. But a Bush Forty. <laughs> Wrapped in a paper bag to this very day. It has uh, been years. Don't since... invite don't invite me with all your pristine friends because I'm gonna show up with some forties and you're gonna be like, who invited the cholo? <laughs> oh man, we used to sit outside and drink bush beer and drink our basic cigarettes. Yeah. Drink our basic cigarettes? Sorry. <laughs> you need to stop drinking. <laughs> you get some buzz. Dude, you know what i always remember there was this one time <laughs> speaking of beer and being buzzed there's this one time we were at your house it was just us it wasn't a party for whatever reason we found a case of budweiser right next to your stove in your refrigerator it was in this cabinet mm-hmm. and you cooked a lot right so your yeah. stove was always hot anyway we found this random case of beer we looked at each other and said Hey, we don't have to spend money. And we drank the hottest Budweiser on earth. I don't remember You that. don't? No. Dude, I was shitting for days. <laughs> Dude, 
we got so drunk. Yeah. But it was hell the next day. You don't oh, remember that? No. Maybe I do. I, it was I, literally just me and you. I have a hot ass Budweiser to top it off. And it tasted like skunk. But that you sounds knew. like such a good time. It was. Even though I haven't had... Dude, I haven't... Okay, so Budweiser, Bud Light, Bush. I haven't had those in probably over a decade or more. Dude, the day I bring beer over and you shun me, it's done. No, I'll, dr- I'll drink it. I know. I'm not asking you. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> now, I I mean, I I like all beer. Um, if I'm going to go cheap, I love Dos Equis. I just... I love Dos Equis. Um, I like IPAs, all those things. My favorite, though, is like any Hefeweizen beer, which you have no idea what that is. No, man. I don't. Any Hefeweizen is just, oh, God, it's amazing. You know what my problem is, though? I'm just a creature of habit. Yeah. I'll try it, right? I mean, I'll never turn down a free beer, right? But I just, it's my comfort zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bud Light is, it's us. It's childhood because that's all my dad drank. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like that, like, it's that thing for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But I don't know. I think I, I got to go back and, and try it again because I don't remember what it tastes like. What? Like Bud Light and all that. Well, we said we're going to drink on this podcast one day. Yeah, so we need to. We'll make that happen soon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love drink. I love day drinking. I like, love drinking, period. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like starting off the day at brunch with a mimosa. Oh, man. I, I see. I can't. Here's. Look, I can't eat and drink at the same time. Really? Like, a, a person who can have a steak and a beer, yeah. it's weird to me. Right. Because if I'm eating steak, and it's salty, and it's seasoned, and it's flavored, I want something sweet mm. to put it down with, right? Yeah. So, if I'm drinking, I'm drinking with purpose. Yeah. And what's that purpose? Yeah, to get drunk. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want anything to hinder that. So, eating is going to stop the alcohol from rushing my body yeah. right so yeah. i can't eat and drink it's got to be one or the other it's that you know my mom was like that my mom was just, well first of all she never drank when we were kids and then mm. we got older and all of a sudden she would go to these really nice restaurants and order like this i remember the landry days yeah she would order the most expensive plate to yeah. go so she could sit there and drink and it was like to yeah. go and she was like it's gonna ruin my buzz <laughs> <laughs> That's no wonder your mom and I loved each yeah, other. Yeah, so later on Same at night, way. two in the morning, when her buzz or her her, you know, she's starting to come back to normal. Then you're hungry as anything. Yeah, and you yeah. got some amazing food waiting yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, I mean, I don't drink as much as I used to. The thing is, so here's a fun story. I stopped drinking like I used to after I did the sheriff's department. Thing. oh that's right okay. so a friend of mine really good friend of mine who's a police officer now when he was just a recruit in training he invited me and daniela to go to the sheriff's office to where we get drunk and they literally got you drunk yeah for free. literally got us drunk <laughs> they they have it down to a uh, they know exactly based on your your height and your weight how drunk they're gonna get you you don't know the recruits don't know but they're like literally taking syringes and making you drinks i was the only one in there that was like just give me straight scotch everybody's like oh they were like are you sure and i was like yeah everybody was doing mixed drinks they weren't doing beer just mixed drinks had to be liquor wow what yeah because i think the the beer content it varies based on brand oh so it would have been hard to i don't know i I guess that's my theory (laughs) 
so I remember showing up like it was like <clears throat> it was like the first day of school at co- in college. It's like this auditorium and everybody's quiet and everybody's sitting there just whispering. Yeah, you sent me pictures. Yeah, and everybody's like really awkward. Like you don't, you know, when's the professor gonna come in? And then they just start serving you drinks, and it went from the first day of school in an auditorium to a freaking party in that room. So after you have to drink a certain amount within an hour, and that amount is predetermined by them. So they're like, when you're ready for your next drink, let us know. You have this much that you need to drink. And again, it's different for everybody yeah. who's there. So me and Danielle are just, we're drinking it up. We're like having the time of our lives. They even had to come in and tell us to calm down because they were giving a class next door to the recruits. And they were like, you guys are too loud. And we we're like, we're freaking drunk yeah. at the sheriff's <laughs> office. Like, So then after an hour, they give you a breathalyzer test to see where you're at. Give you a little bit of like food. And then you have your second hour where they're giving you more drinks. And once that happens, what they did is all the recruits go out into like the hallways and there's like a gymnasium and there's all these places that they are standing there waiting for us, the drunkards, to go and get the field sobriety test. And so they perform it and conduct it the same as if you were getting pulled over and you were getting the field sobriety test. So they actually have to... um, determine whether you're going to go to jail or not yeah and that actually goes on their record because you know every arrest everything goes on their record right so it goes on the record so if they do it did it wrong it's like a mark against them mm. so, so for example one girl they got her like right under the legal limit like barely under the legal limit to throw them off with me <laughs> i re- we go out there the first guy, I go in front of the first guy, he lifts his finger up. As soon as he lifted his finger up, I was like, I got to throw up. <laughs> I ran to the bathroom and ugh, I was throwing up all over the place. So they were nice. They gave me some mouthwash, everything, mouthwash, everything. All right, go to the next guy. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. Uh, hold their finger up again. I got to throw up. I run again to the bathroom. I'm vomiting all over the place. And apparently my wife was like, they were like saying, somebody's been throwing up in the bathroom and then daniela was like was it paul and everybody's like yeah i think it's your husband and yeah that was me so then afterwards they put everybody in a room like a classroom and they have all of our names on the board and they're asked they asked the recruits if you would arrest this person stand up so they stand up if they would arrest with me everybody stood up and then after that they put on there what my my alcohol uh whatever was my my with the breathalyzer i was like double the limit over double the limit and uh but anyways long story short which was not really short after that um this is where the i went a couple of weeks later to get blood work done and all my blood work was so off like my liver enzymes and all this stuff it was really weird and so it scared me um and you know i went back a couple months later and it was still a little off but my, I was not used to that. I was like, so I really truly believe that it was that moment that actually, I don't know, it did something weird to me. Because now when I go get blood work, there's like, they're always like, you know, there's stuff that's wrong and stuff. Yeah. And I think maybe I just overdid it. Because I mean, I literally almost drank like an entire bottle of Buchanan's, which is like one of the, like, it's a gross scotch, but yeah. actually it was really good that day. Yeah. But anyways, so big, ever since then, I don't drink as much. I don't remember any. I, I mean, I remember the the whole, but I don't remember that being the tipping point. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, 
even my doctor told me uh yeah you know you should probably kind of watch how many drinks you you drink from this point going forward so now when i do go out i'll drink at the tops like three maybe maybe four beers if i drink scotch i'll drink one really yeah oh, you're boring okay. i mean don't get me wrong i will get drunk again i don't give, I don't give a crap the day i come out of retirement dude <laughs> we're gonna have fun yeah i so, haven't been drunk in i don't even i don't even remember really it's been like 12 years something like that wow i have a beer here and there like my dad and i like watching boxing so i'll have a beer with him or <clears throat> i couldn't my sister has people over you know i'll have a beer two three beers here and there but right. like like i used to like put down an 18 pack by myself you know it's been a long time <laughs> <laughs> in 18 pack wow the good old days I remember when we were kids i hated the taste of beer remember you did i used to force myself you did but it was like reach into your pocket and give me money then mm-hmm. exactly you're drinking what we have even on my 21st birthday i'll never forget i drank half a beer and i was done remember that no yeah where i literally drank half a beer and i think it was because eric bought me a beer half a beer and i was like i'm good i just hated the way it tasted i hated alcohol when i was younger once I hit, now, from 21 to 31, 31, it was all over. <laughs> now it's like, the only thing I can't drink is vodka. You know what's weird, though? You're a, you throw up from drinking. That's weird. Well, I've thrown up maybe four or five times in my life. Really? Yeah. I think I've thrown up once from drinking. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Jack Daniels night? That was the first time ever. <laughs> You oh. drank the whole damn bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was also the first time I'd ever actually drank, like, hard liquor like that. Liquor? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Um, but anyhow. All right. So, uh... Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. <laughs> this is a fun conversation. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So, we wanted to kick off the month of October, as we said 80 minutes ago. The topic of our podcast was... Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. You and I are both are very big Halloween fans. Anything yeah. spooky, gore, ghost, shit like that. We absolutely love it. Yeah. Now, you growing up had an older brother, mm-hmm. or have, sorry, an older brother, who did crazy shit, right? Yeah. And for a better part of your whole life, you've experienced paranormal, right? right? Like, right. outright experienced it. You and From, your friends. Yeah. You have witnesses to these stories, right? I mean, luckily, I've been your best friend for 26 years, and thank the Lord, again, (laughs) due to my high praying, I have yet to experience anything. Right. Dude, we've been together 26 years. I know, that's crazy. I always think about that that picture you sent me, the meme, whatever it's called, about how two best friends went and got married in Vegas or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so I've I've yet to experience anything, right? And then... I know all the stories like the back of my hand because you've told me and then I hear you tell other people and even to this day when I tell people these stories word for word as you explain them to me, nobody can wrap their head around it. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Right. So how did this start? So <clears throat> Eric's always been a little bit on the dark side mm-hmm. ever since we were kids. Eric's... And he's always been little. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit on the dark side, a little bit on the little side. Um, so I must have been... So when I was about 14, my parents just 
essentially got up and left. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those who may or may not know, I, I've been I would I've been on my own since I was fourteen years old. Yeah. Uh, my parents, my mom, divorced my dad. Uh, she got a boyfriend, and then she just went missing. I mean, we would see her every once in a while. Every once in a while, she'd show up and bring us groceries. And um, but you know, we were teenagers left to fend for ourselves, mm-hmm. and so um, Eric started to, <clears throat> I guess, get into the dark. Uh, what do you call it? Like witchcraft, the dark arts. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He was always he's always been interested in into that stuff, and um, he would tell me and our roommates like that he was reading the, this book and taking notes, and he was doing these spells, and or he was capable, or he was going to learn them, or whatever. Um, but what book was this? Was it the Necronomicon? It was Necronomicon, okay. and then also like the Satanic Bible. Like yeah. there was a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think for him, it was more he was just curious, and you know, any anything. Since we were kids, anything dark was interesting to us. Would yeah. appeal to us, probably because we grew up going to Catholic school, and you know, so it was like that stuff was always intriguing. And uh, one day, I remember him saying something about communicating with. Uh, spirit or a demon or something and uh still to this day you won't ever hear that word come the name of that come out of my mouth because but anyhow uh he was saying that he was communicating through astral projection we got really in i even got into that i thought it was cool i got into like meditation and was very interested in the idea of astral projection and would kind of practice that and and do things to practice lucid dreaming or whatever we were just kids experimenting with things so he explained that he was able to speak to this being, spiritual being. And I remember thinking he was completely full of shit. I'm like, <laughs> whatever, dude. Like, you, uh, like I was doing drugs at that time. And I was like, what are you doing that I don't know what you're doing? Because uh, I just thought it was complete crap. Yeah. <clears throat> so one day I wake up and I smell fire. Now you say roommates. It was Ben and who else? And Jesse. Okay. This guy, Jesse. So they were the only reasons why we were able to eat. So they were our roommates and they worked at pizza places and they would always bring us leftovers and that's how we survived. Yeah. Um, So uh, one day I wake up six o'clock in the morning and I smell something burning and I'm like, what the hell? And I go and Eric's outside burning a notebook and his books. And I'm like, what are you doing? So he comes in and he tells us this story of he was getting deeper into the whole process and that he had this dream that he got to this level or phase or I don't even know what that he was trying to achieve through lucid dreaming or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably getting some of this wrong, but you know, it's based on what I actually remember. And that, um, he got to this point in his dream and that he was attacked and dismembered and torn apart. And that he said that it was so real that he felt everything that he was experiencing within the dream and that he woke up just so terrified that he decided to stop doing what he was doing. Yeah. It was almost immediate after that, like things started to happen. When you look at um, paranormal activity in those movies and stuff and you see like things getting thrown across the room, doors slamming, um, seeing figures, 
Yeah. It, almost immediately. Like now, what I understand about the occult, witchcraft, Satanism, all that stuff, it's almost like being in a gang, right? Once you're in, <laughs> yeah. you're in. That's a good way to put you it. You try to get out, there's no Yeah. You can say you're out all you want. Right. But guess what? You've or the damage has been done. Right. So yeah. this is basically what's happening at this point, right? Exactly. And um Eric actually got a job. Uh some old man who was like in the last phase of his life would pay because eric was became a certified nurse's aide mm -hmm. and uh so this old man would pay him he's like a rich old man uh, would pay him money to just stay the night at his house just in case an emergency happened that was the days before cell phones and life alert <laughs> <laughs> and so um eric would leave and when he would leave all this crazy stuff would happen, like, and even during the day, when and then he'd be asleep during the day, and all this crazy stuff would happen. I was like, and so from his explanation was that he betrayed them, like you said, yeah. And so, um, I don't know, they were trying to get tension or scare us. I don't know what the heck, but it was weird. It was like I went from never believing in ghosts to overnight, like now, I'm faced with what's going to happen next, right. It because was, you yourself started experiencing. Oh yeah, it was so. crazy. It was it was it was crazy. Um, you know, you have doors in the whole house simultaneously slamming. You have plates like in the movies being thrown across the room. We would put up this picture of Jesus on the wall, and it would just pop right out in front of your eyes. Um, and then you would feel the presence too on top of it. So I, you know, I'd be lying in bed and you would feel somebody sit at the edge of the bed it's just like the movies like you would feel like somebody's hovering over you yeah. and then i started having the nightmares the nightmares of being attacked um which i still have to this day yeah just not as frequent um so it was like i felt like i was being um almost on the verge of being attacked in the real world and then being attacked in my dream so it was like no it, everywhere i turned there was something going on and it was like it wasn't just here and there it was constant yeah all the time yeah um and then uh my brother ended up moving to another house which is a house my grandfather built and it followed him there and things actually got even worse there yeah um but essentially that's how it all started i mean without getting into some of the really crazy stories that's yeah. that was the beginning of it all because for what for everyone listening we want to carry on through the month of october right we want to make this spooky month yeah this is all gonna rely on you though because i don't <laughs> i don't have anything yeah right god loves me right well then i have stories now from this house too. well yeah that's what i was gonna that's what i was getting to so we're gonna put this in parts but um yeah i remember um when you guys tell me these told me these stories when you started i was like man you're full of shit mm -hmm. this dude you know what i mean yeah yeah and then i started hanging out with eric more and I've always known Eric not to bullshit anybody. Mm -hmm. And when he speaks, he speaks with like that, like, you can believe me if you if you want. Yeah. Or don't. I don't care, but I'm telling you, right? Right. So when when I hear them coming from Eric, then I'm like, ooh, that's scary. <laughs> and that's the thing is that Eric doesn't really even talk much about it anymore. Yeah, I know. Every once in a while he will. But it's really weird. Like, he just, I don't know. Like, and he just kind of giggles it off and then just like stays quiet. He doesn't really talk about it. You think it. it scares him to this very day? Yes. And I think he's afraid to admit it. And yeah, yeah, I, th I think it does. What about his new house? He lives in an older area. 
He has a gorgeous house, mm-hmm. but it's in an older area. He's experienced a, f- a few things. Really? Yeah, but nothing like to the extent. See, and I, I just associate that. Look, you can't say it's it's Eric's past following him or whatever, right? To me, this is the way I look at things. The older shit is, like, Dina laughs at me all the time. We'll be watching TV and they'll show some old ass house and I'll go, oh man, you know that house is haunted for sure. You know, because so, I just associate <clears throat> a house from the 20s. Like, we love Flipper Flop and we love all those... Um, yeah remodeling shows and these people buy homes from the 20s or 1910 and i'll look at her house say you know that house is haunted right. for sure how old well, it is. one of the most interesting things that i've heard about especially where we live we um, as in us on this yeah house, in right? el paso oh in el paso. so one of the interesting things i heard uh, we were watching I, I, I don't remember i think it was ghost adventures i don't know but somebody was talking about it and somebody said, like, a place like El Paso, it doesn't matter how old the house is or how brand new the house is, everything's haunted. And it, the reason they say that is when you look at the history of where we live, you go back to the times of Pancho Villa, you go back to the times of uh, war that mm-hmm. took place, um, Spanish flu. I mean, like El Paso High is the most haunted high school in the country. And it's because underneath was a morgue during the Spanish flu. Um, so... Essentially, what they said is that this whole place is haunted because of its rich and dark past. So it doesn't matter where you are. You can uh, we can <laughs> we can do this podcast in different cities, right? Because I'm I'm about to breeze this motherfucker because I do not want to be. <laughs> yeah. So when I when I when I heard them say that, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you have like La Concordia. I've always heard weird stories about like where my dad lives, where you used to live on mm-hmm. Beachcomber. Um, about that being some like sacred native spot of some sort. Well, that's a big part of it too. Like for example, like so like the Tiguas. So um, I know this doesn't relate, but you know I've actually learned a lot about the Tiguas since I was actually on the board. I was a board of direct on the board of directors of the Tiguas, which is a native tribe that has existed here long before anybody else. Matter of fact, this house, we had to sign a piece of paper that said there's been an ongoing lawsuit with the Tiguas um, because they claim that this land is theirs. This house? This house. This house? This house, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, just up the street from my old house is the Waco Tanks, right? Waco yeah. Tanks is literally, you have hieroglyphs from like 6,000 years ago. And that's where I'm at. I'm like Right. You're right there. Yeah. yeah. So... This place, even going back further, it was a it was a meeting ground um, because of the river and everything. So you go back to even like Native American history. Yeah. This was like a very you know the missions down there. The this was a very active place. Um, there's a lot of history here, and mm-hmm. so if you want to think spiritually and think about ghosts and all that stuff, I mean. It goes back thousands and yeah, thousands of years. I, I, yeah, I agree. See, and here, here's my issue. I I believe, right? But I, I believe in a far more spiritual way mm-hmm. about ghosts, right? Like, to me, I believe in, in your spirit and your soul. I don't think we're just some science experiment. Right. Big bang, what have you, right? I believe in all that. Right. I teeter in the middle, right? Which is why I, I can't ever... I'm a teeterer, right? Think about it when we spoke about um, veganism the mm-hmm. other time, right? Yeah. I teeter on a lot of things. I, I, I see the both, both right. sides, right? right? 
So for everybody who thinks you're a dick, I know how much of a sweetheart you are, right? Like right. I, but I just, I, I, I can't explain it. Yeah. I know a ton of people, not to your extent mm-hmm. on the shit that you've seen. How have I never, ever, ever experienced it? What would you right. think that is? I, I'm a very spiritual person and I feel like, like I said earlier, like I've always been one to dabble into dark stuff too. Yeah. And kind of be on the dark side in terms of, I don't know. I mean, you're like this happy-go-lucky, fun guy that... I love everybody. Yeah. And uh, you've always been pretty, like, religious to an extent. Um, You're a believer. And I firmly believe that those types of things try to steer away from that kind of energy. I got the God aura. Yeah. I think it's all about energy. Everything is energy, right? And there's good energy. There's bad energy. Bad energy, it's like a magnet. It attracts bad energy. Good energy attracts good energy. Right. Then why do uh, I attract such bad energy? I'm surrounded by devil worshippers. You, <laughs> your brother. When we but were you friends bring with out, Ben. But you bring out like, but it goes back to our whole title, half and half, right? Yeah, like yeah. we're polar opposite to a certain extent, but it just works. But um, I don't think that it's that you attract it. It's just that uh, like you're a breath of fresh air for us. You know? Thank you. That's <laughs> the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> no, like, yeah, like, you know, it's, when I'm around, even though I can be, uh, I'm not a pessimistic person. I'm a realistic person. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so when I'm actually around negative people, I get really annoyed really, really quick. Um, but then also at the same time, when I'm around overly positive people, I get annoyed really, really quick. And you are just right. Like you are like the Goldilocks uh, <laughs> friend. You know, like you're not. Like, you're down-to-earth, realistic, like, you're positive, but at the same time, you don't sugarcoat it. Yeah, you know what it is, dude? I am cool in the gang, and I stay in my own lane, right? Yeah. If you see red and I see black, I don't care. Right. You, you seeing red does not make me lose sleep at night. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? And I think, and, and you and I have always been able to, even through disagreements, we're always uh, respectful to each other. We're always able mm, to... Are we? <laughs> are we? <laughs> Shut up, dick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think it's just for me personally. And I think like Eric, who Eric and I are like realistically the same person. You are. (laughs) uh, Well, with all due due respect, Eric's a little more. See, it's so weird how to wrap my head around you guys. Okay. Eric has a little more grit, right? Mm -hmm. He's he's a little more brash as to where you're a little more sensitive, Right. right? But on on the flip side of things, Eric is very, and I'm not saying you're not lovable, but mm-hmm. Eric's very, I can hug him, tell him yeah. I love him. Yeah. His friends can do the same as to where you're very standout. I mean, I could do the same with you, but it's different because you're my brother. Right. But I'm saying just in general, Eric opens up more in that sense. But it's so weird because you would figure because of how soft and sensitive you are, you would have all right. of that and Eric would just keep all the... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you guys exactly. Are like split. Like you can hug Eric and somebody hugs me i'm like mm-hmm. he will let me put his little head on my chest right here and just <laughs> sniff that long beautiful hair if i wanted to <laughs> with natural highlights we were noticing it the other day as natural highlights <laughs> in that hair like if we're just sitting there and i see his little hand being unattended to i could just start holding it and he won't do anything yeah <laughs> you know yeah yeah no i don't know um I don't know. You also have that Native American blood in you, too. So You know what it is? I'm a people person, man. I, I believe in second chances. I believe that everyone 
has flaws. Yeah. I believe that there's no true right or wrong necessarily. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I mean? Like I just I love everybody. I'm like Rocky, man. I love almost everybody. Don't yeah. get me wrong, like there's hate in this body, but I I just really channel it. Right. And you have to you know you're done fucked up if I'm mad. Yeah. It yeah. takes me forever to be mad. Right. Forever. Right. Case in point, we're still here 26 years later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think also that's a big factor. Um, I piss a lot of people off. People piss me off. I, I drop people like they can say this one thing that's stupid. And I'm like, I'm out. I'm never talking yeah. to you again. Like And me, a- I'm like... You you have to understand, Paul. He said it because of this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you've always kind of been the one to kind of be that glue to, you know. I just I'm a no BS type of person, like. And well, so am I, but I just know how to. Say right. It. No, no, no. But you'll find the silver lining and stuff somehow. Yeah. yeah. Like somebody will just say, like I said, literally, all it takes is somebody saying one stupid thing, and I'm done with them, and I never look back. Yeah. Um, unless it's somebody that we need to stay in that relationship with then you're the one that says no 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 like yeah. hey come on like yeah give him a chance you know right. <laughs> like, and i don't know you've just always been that you've always been that force in my life and i think everybody else's life i just choose to not waste my time on pointless things yeah you know what i mean yeah again you it's like you just said someone would say something stupid not that that stupidity would make you lose sleep but it just made you just you just you just wasted that energy. Right. When it was like, why does that matter? You yeah. Know? And yeah. I tell you that all the time. Why does that matter? Yeah. Why'd that make you mad? I know. When yeah. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. You don't like country? Blow it out your ass. Sucks <laughs> to be you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't like Bud Light? You want a high hop count? <laughs> Go have at it. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think, and again, that personality, that part of who you are, like, I guess, like I'm, um... What's the word I'm looking for? I wish I had that, but I don't have to have it because you have it for me. For you, yeah. You're you're like, dude, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. You talk to him, okay? Calm down. I'll make the call. Don't worry. Exactly. We'll be all right. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, that's why I just I think it makes sense. Yeah, half and half. But we're we're getting off. Okay. So you think that's why ghosts don't mess with me? Yeah, yeah. I honestly do. I hope you're right. I honestly do. I think you just you have that aura of like. And then we could go back to your Native American past where they're like, oh, I'm not messing with that. They're probably just floating around me, right? Yeah. So a ghost sees me. There's like some big chief next to me that I don't see. Well, like, this is a story that I'll share it real quick um, that um, Eric should be sharing it. Maybe he can get into more detail. But he used to talk about when he was a little kid, like little, little, little. I'm talking like a toddler. And he, matter of fact, he, he told us the story just the other day that he claims that he would be lying down in his room and that like like you ever seen the movie the indian in the cupboard yeah a little indian well native american would come out and just sit there and look over him and he's like i remember it clear as day it would happen all the time that is so weird yeah yeah and he'll get into more detail about it but yeah he he's and i remember even as a kid i remember him telling us that and even now as an adult he's like yeah it happened like i remember that very clearly he would just come out and he would just sit there and just look over me dude you know what's weird about that one i've never heard that story before and that's crazy i was brought to eric for a reason (laughs) (laughs) two the same thing happened to my sister really do you trip out on this my sister 
again, I don't understand why I have yet to see any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But my sister, I think I told you the story, the Yodi story. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my sister, when she was a baby, she would go to my grandma's house. She was like two or three. And my grandma would hear her talking to herself. Right off the bat, she would go to go to my grandma's house, go straight to my grandma's room and close the, close the door. Yeah. My grandma was like, oh, whatever, she's watching TV. But she would hear her talking, right? Long story short, we would tell my sister, what are you doing in there? She's like, I'm talking to my friend. <laughs> what? Yeah, my friend. Who's your friend? Oh, his name's Yodi. Yodi? What does he look like? Well, he's kind of tall. He's got gray hair. He wears a big green jacket. And he hangs out with me. I said, but where does he live? Oh, he lives under grandma's bed. Oh, wow. And I said, okay, so what do you guys talk about? She's like, oh, we don't. I said, so what do you do? He sings to me while, I, while I'm playing. I said, what does he sing to you? She says, nothing. He just goes, Yodi, Yodi, the whole time. <laughs> wow. And I said, well, what happens when grandma opens the door? He jumps into the roof. Oh, I remember that part. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then I'm like, has he ever been here in our house? And she's like, no, because he told me he's afraid of you, dad, and Gussie. Oh, wow. He's afraid of you guys. Right? Wow. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Yodi. See, but that goes back to what we're saying. It's that positive energy. But my my brother is a dark cloud. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Gussie's just mean, you know? No, but I think it could even go back into, like, your heritage and your... I'm a firm believer in that stuff. Like, it follows you, like... That may be the case, man, but that creeped the shit out of me. To this very day, I'll tell her, Yodi. And what is she saying? Nothing. She thinks it's funny. Really? Does she remember? But it's because, look, at the time she was very small. Look, dude, she thought your name was Chito and you lived in my closet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So at this point, I'm like, I don't know what this kid believes or doesn't yeah. believe. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. But that's cool. And I think it really, I don't know. I, I've i become a believer because of my experiences. Well, of course. You've experienced it firsthand, which is why I, can, I, I believe, again, spiritually, I, I understand the realm. I understand yeah soul outer body i understand all of that right? right which is why i i think it is true right but again i've never seen it my wife on the other hand doesn't believe flat it. out and if she were to look into the science behind it because she's a science person <laughs> i cannot wait till she gets on here the minute you tell her that it's game on dude <laughs> yeah like there's a lot of science behind it um again i we don't know and we probably never will know for sure and here's why like scientifically this is kind of separate this is going to make her maybe this isn't what the science that i want her to get into but here's the thing nature is all about survival mm-hmm. right whether you're a plant you're a human you're a bear it doesn't matter it's all about survival and reproducing right yeah that's what it's about if we unlock the secrets of an afterlife if we unlock the secrets that after this life, there is something else, then what would be the point of living? What would be the point of holding on to preserving and trying to live as long as possible? That survival would go downhill. I agree, yeah. Matter of fact, there's a movie, and I tried watching it, I think I fell asleep. There's a movie where uh, they prove that there's an afterlife. Some guy is able to prove there's an afterlife. And everybody starts killing themselves. Really? Yeah. And what movie really, is this? Uh, I know you I fell has... asleep. If you fell asleep, I'm going to fall no, asleep. No, like, it's a really good idea. I just, I don't remember. I just wasn't maybe the right frame of mind to watch it. Um, it's with uh, 
is it Seth? The dude from uh, the Hawaii movie where he goes to Hawaii, his girlfriend shows up. Oh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes. Uh, what's uh, his name? J- Jason, uh, Jason uh, Siegel. Is it? Jason Seth Siegel. Rogen. Oh, Seth no, no, Rogen Jason is... Siegel. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 From yeah, the guy, who looks of... like, the guy who looks like Gonzo. Yeah, one of my favorite actors ever. I don't know why. I just doesn't remember want his... a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, pretty lady. Um, yeah, he's in the movie, which is weird. It's like the only movie he's ever done that he. It's like a serious movie, and I think that's really? what kind of threw me off. Yeah. Okay, I need to look for this movie. Yeah, and that, so, anyways, I'm a real believer that that's the reason why it's so unclear, and we don't know much, and I don't think we ever really will know much because, again. Even as much, I think it's like built into um, nature mm-hmm. where we're not supposed to figure that out. Because if we figure that out, why why are we going to want to survive? Why are we going to want to reproduce? Yeah. You know, we, but we also have to hold on to something. We have to yes. spiritually hold on to something that there's more, something right. more. And I, like the past, I've told you like the past two, three years for whatever reason, I am like mortified of death yeah like i'm scared to die yeah think about it all the time i right. cough i'm like shit i got cancer <laughs> you know what i mean it's yeah. like you 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 shit wrong one day you're like oh my god something's wrong with my colon what am i am i dying <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah. like i don't know why but i always think about what you told me you have a tattooed on your back that saying you have tattooed on your mm-hmm. back right yeah. yeah but still i can't like the ultimate release of anxiety exactly yeah. but i'm scared you like i don't want to die I do not want to be not not be a part of tomorrow, and that's truly where we're half and half. And um, I actually look forward to it. Like, not that I want to die tomorrow. I'll take <clears> care <throat> of it right now if you want. And you tell me. <laughs> but the idea, like, what I'm afraid of is how I'm going to die. Well, yeah. But looking, well, I actually look forward to what's next. I really firmly believe that there is something next. I mean, how with the stuff I've experienced, how can you not? There is more to life may not be what the movies say and it's probably beyond our beyond our comprehension however um i actually look forward to it like i'm kind of i get excited it's really weird man when i think about like what's next i get excited about it so ugly dude yeah (laughs) no it's really weird no like you know me being such a religious person i'm supposed to be like i cannot wait to get to the gates and right hang out on clouds i get to see my grandma again i get to see my uncle again no, I'm, I don't think any of that. I don't want to do it. And that's because nature does wants you to feel the way you're feeling. Because the way you feel means that you're going to do everything you can to survive. And yeah. your survival is dependent on... Not leaving my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I've been doing. You know, any any creature, any living thing, their, their survival is part of what makes the world go around. You yeah. know, um, it's just embedded in us to want to survive and not want to die but when i look back like have you ever seen those like old like 1900 films which ones like you can look at like like not films but like video of like oh it's like crowded streets yeah and you look at it and you're like every single one of those people are dead today i don't even have to go back that far i'll watch a movie from like the 80s and see some old ass person and be like that dude's dead yeah that guy is not here right now right right you know it's it's weird though like um, you know, the one thing that we're guaranteed is dying yeah. in life until but, we become cyborgs. But I, I think what it is, is I, I have too much life to live. Yeah. Right now. It's right. like, I, now is not the time. Right. And I don't know why I, I, 
I don't do anything to jeopardize that. But then again, I mean, your health can go from zero to ten without any warning. Exactly. You know what I mean? And now you know why I make the the rash, crazy decisions that I make. Why I, I make abrupt changes in my life because I'm like, life's way too short to spend it doing something i don't want to do shit maybe we should get married now <laughs> i think if we're gonna take that plunge now's the time <laughs> just in case knock that check mark that one off the list that'd be awesome that'd be funny uh btw you're taking my last name <laughs> oh it should be a combination warilano uh, warilano <laughs> at a yard yeah <laughs> All right. Wow, we've really surpassed our our regular cutoff time. Yeah, we did. But hey, it's fun. We said we were going to go a little... Yeah. Just depends, right? So next time, I really want to get into some of the actual stories. Yes. So this time, uh, we kind of went off tangent on getting drunk on kombucha and all of our fun stuff. But next time, yes, we're going to hone in on on the fact, on the spirit of Halloween, spooky season. Um, Hopefully... My wife can be here. Hopefully, Paul's wife can be here. We definitely want Eric on. Um, He's going to be mad at me, actually. Why? Because we started without him? Yeah, because I always remind him. But I just... I didn't think to invite him today. He'll, dude, he'll be all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll calm him down. You let me handle that conversation. <laughs> dude, it's October 3rd. 2nd. 2nd. We have to do it now. Yeah. You don't wait till next weekend. Yeah. Halloween month. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Alright. So yeah. Um good things coming. Horror month. All month. I should have saved my Yodi story, man. I blew my shot right up right from <laughs> no, That's a great story. I had something to contribute. Now I, I blew it. <laughs> Damn it. Alright. But yes. Horror month. Everybody enjoy it. Get your decorations up. Um yeah. Yeah. Be prepared to be scared. And if uh you don't believe, just look at it as entertainment. Well, when Eric reveals the name of this person, mm-hmm. then I'm going to tell people. If you're not scared... Look it up. Go Google that motherfucker and tell me you're not afraid right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Because it's a real name, people. Yeah, exactly. A real name. Yeah. That made my hair crawl. Yeah. And I was like, why? Why, why me? <laughs> why do you send me these people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that I can't wait for that one. Yeah. I had it in my mind, but... We start talking about it now, so yeah. And once... you know, I have a feeling Eric might bring in a different spin to this. He might just like turn it into like whatever. But that's fine. Let him. But we need at least give us the brass tacks. Yeah, like, give us the facts. I've been trying to get him to give me more. He's gonna yeah. have to. Look, yeah. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get him drunk before. <laughs> I'm gonna get that's him. I'm gonna get him some white claws because that's what he loves. <laughs> exactly. Right. Get him a few white claws and then we'll yep. get all of it. Exactly. You might even have to let him smoke in here, but this is fine. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. We'll do cigars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Till next time. Be prepared. Scary name coming at you. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.